Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils, news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked On Devils podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Don't forget you can also follow me on Twitter at JK underscore Kender as well as Locked on Devils on Twitter. So a lot has happened in the past few days in the Devils world. Um, They lost to the Penguins, they won against the Red Wings, Brat and Zaka were both scratched against the Red Wings, and it looks like Brat might be scratched again in tomorrow's game against Minnesota. Um, I'm not 100% sure. He's just the alternating forward right now. Um, the fourth line barely played in the in the Penguins game, um, and then the fourth line changed, and... Brat was on the fourth line, and there was just a whole lot of confusion and mix-ups going on by John Hines. Um, I don't really understand what his goal was with that. I don't understand why he felt the need to scratch Brat, who has been producing and been solid offensively. Um, and I don't understand why he scratched Zaka unless, and I don't want to say this because um, this is pure speculation, but unless he's shopping him, you know? So that's my only thoughts of why he could possibly be uh, scratching Zaka. Um, I don't like the fact that he's scratching Brat because Brat's been consistently playing well. He's been looking good. He's been producing. And he he's been playing good hockey so the fact that he scratched him against the red wings makes me very angry and then of course we won against the red wings who are not even close to the team that pittsburgh is i have a feeling now that he's going to be like heinz is going to be like yeah well because we won i don't want to change things up so i'm going to keep scratching brat when that wasn't the answer when that wasn't the reason why they won um, so that's just something I've been thinking about. I'm going to get into both games, um, and then tomorrow's podcast will be about the Minnesota game. Um, I just, the lineups have been weird. Um, the lineups have been really weird, and I just kind of want to talk a little bit more about that, um, as well as the switching around of the lines during games and how that's conducive to the players slash how it is not conducive to the players, um, as well as the games itself, um, because the Devils played poorly against the Penguins. Um, the first line didn't look like the first line. They got steamrolled. Um, they were not playing good hockey they weren't playing well they weren't you know I don't know 
don't know, playing the style of hockey that the Devils play, they were playing just really poorly. Um, and it wasn't just because it was against a good team. Like, they didn't look good out there. The defensive pairings weren't that strong either. Like, one of the goals was basically Andy Green's fault because he got caught up on the boards. Um, the... The... Um, Sorry, the pairing, that's the word I was looking for, of Vatanen and Mueller didn't look too great either. Um, I just, all around, the Penguins game was not the best. I, I don't know. I don't think they played well as a team. We also got to see Domingue. Um, in the Devils, oops, in the Penguins game, well, I guess it is the Devils game too, um, but he didn't really get to play much. We got to see him way more in the, um, Red Wings game where he played a full game, um, but this just goes back to the Penguins game of the team not playing well. Like, Blackwood didn't have those big saves we know Blackwood to make. He didn't come up with these big saves. He didn't come up with the timely saves. He was scored on, and he ended up being pulled because of it. Um, I don't know what happened with the team, if they got psyched out because the Penguins are a good team, um, or what. I really have no idea. I have no speculation of what happened because it just seemed like all around the board, they played sloppy. They played not together. They just didn't play well. And I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, thankfully, they came out the next day against the Red Wings and had a whole new mindset. Um, but this Penguins game, I can't get past. I can't get past how poorly they played and how not strong their gameplay was and how sloppy they were and how they weren't strong defensively and they weren't battling as hard as they usually do um the only real line that was played was the Hughes line like they're the only line that generated anything any sort of offense so that's my take on the Penguins game um it was just a weird, weird game, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code Locked On. Listening on the go? If you can't visit DoorDash right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com backslash offers. So now I kind of want to talk about the game against the Red Wings and how the Devils actually came out strong. Um, and they looked pretty good. Um, I was pretty impressed with that. Um, and then... Dominu had his first, like, actual NHL first Devils game with us. Um, and he, like, 
was really good. He was strong. He was like very, um, very good at playing the puck. He was like really strong with playing the puck. Um, he played it offensively and defensively. Like he would get the puck. He would like foil the Red Wings plans basically by playing the puck instead of just making a save or breaking up a pass or something. Um, I think that Dominio is going to be a good backup for us from the small sample size that we have from him. Um, he looked strong. The team in front of him, of course, played strong as well, so that helps. But he played pretty well. Um, he made all but one save, and he looked good. He looked really good. So that's a really positive thing for the Devils right now. Um, is that we could have, we might have found our reliable backup for Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, I really hope that's the case with him. I really hope that this wasn't a fluke, uh, wasn't like a beginner's luck kind of thing. I know he's played the NHL before, but like, I, I really hope that it wasn't like a one-off. I really hope that he he continues to keep this up and we can rely on him more and not burn Mackenzie Blackwood out because I have a feeling that that's where Coach Hines was going with Blackwood before this. He was kind of burning him out and playing him too much and playing him on both halves of a back-to-back. He was just making Blackwood do too much and Blackwood was going to soon not be able to handle it. Um, so I think that it was, it's smart that we traded for a, a more reliable, consistent backup. Um, and I think it's smart that we called him up. I know I wasn't the biggest fan of sending Corey Schneider down and I'm still not, but I think that this is a smart move if this, if Dominu is going to be who we anticipate him being. So that's really positive for the Devils right now. Um, I think that he's going to get more games played um, than because now we can like trust him to play games instead of Blackwood playing every single game because we don't have a reliable backup and we don't trust the backup to be playing these games. Um, so I think that this is going to be something positive for the Devils. I know I've said that like three times now, but I really do. I think that the fact that they have a reliable backup is going to make a huge difference in the way Mackenzie Blackwood plays um, because now he's not going to be playing way too much. He's not going to be playing these insane amount of games because he has a reliable backup who can take over those games. He has somebody who can like reliably play back one half of a back-to-back or if Mackenzie Blackwood's played like three games in a row like give Dominion a game in there and then he's good to go because he's rested um so that's pretty cool something that isn't cool though is the fact that Jesper Bratt and Pavel Zaka who seemingly have done no like major offense to get themselves scratched were scratched um against the red wings so 
that's not as cool <laughs> to say the least um so i don't know what that was about i don't know why he chose brat to scratch when brat's been like really playing consistent and well i just don't get it i guess i don't know what his like mindset is or what his thought process was um i just don't understand why we have scratched brat um and yeah maybe it's just for a game but per amanda stein on twitter um she posted that today brad has been rotating on the fourth line as the extra forward so that's like i don't know guys i'm like really not happy about this um and then zaka also was on the ice but he has been taking line rushes so what is going on I just don't get it. Why did he choose two of his, like, good players to scratch? Why Why not Wood? Why not Coleman? Why not Hayden, you know? Um, in other news, um, Mueller was the rotating extra D-man for the Devils today at practice. And Rooney is still injured. So that's a little practice update for y'all. Um... Let me read these lines to you because I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, and I understand that these lines are for the Minnesota game, um, but I can relate them to the weird lines that we saw against um, the Red Wings um, as well as the weird line juggling that was going on. So that's why I'm reading them now. Um, that's my mindset. See, I explain my mindset, unlike somebody, uh, John Hines, who just does things for fun. First line, Hall, Heeshear, Paul, Mary. Okay, like nothing huge changing there. Second line, Boakfist, who's back, who's been back in the lineup, which is good. Uh, Hughes and Simmons. Simmons on the second line. He started the season on the second line, I believe, um, or at least was there earlier in the season, and then he was moved down and down, and now he's back up, I guess. Um, Sini, Zajac, Gusev for the third line. Um, I didn't really talk about Sini yet, um, but he played all right in the game, the games that he played. Um, yeah, he was, he was all right. Uh, he was a call-up from Bingo. And he, I don't know why they called him up, honestly. Um, I don't know what the whole, like, they're scratching people, they're calling people up. I just, so much is going on. Um, but he didn't play bad. Like, he played fine, and now he's on the third line. Um, and then the fourth line is Wood, Coleman, Brat, slash Hayden. Um, let's get into those line, or defensive pairings now. Uh, Green and Severson, Fatten and Subban, and Butcher and Tennyson. So that's also a little bit of a change there, um, especially with Mueller being out. Uh, so there's just a whole lot going on um, with the Devils and their lineup. I don't quite understand it. Um, yeah, I wish I had more of an answer for you guys about this lineup um, I really just don't understand it.
Okay, guys, I want to talk a little bit about the upcoming Minnesota game now, um, just because I have the time to do so. Um, because I know I didn't really go too much into the Red Wings game. So let me do that first, actually. Sorry. Um, yeah, the Red Wings game, things just happened to go right for the Devils for once. Like, good bounces went their way. They played well. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, it's not that we don't see that often, but I feel like we don't see that very often. So I think that that's, that was pretty good. Um, hopefully they can keep this momentum going into the wild game, um, on Tuesday, tomorrow. Um, hopefully this momentum stays. Hopefully they, you know, have this feeling of winning and they're like, all right, like we can continue this, um. So that would be really positive um, if they can continue it, if they can keep the consistency of their gameplay up. Um, I just really hope that they can. Like, I'm rooting for them. <laughs> um, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the Tyra Banks meme where it's like, I was rooting for you, we were all rooting for you. That's how I feel like with the Devils. Like, every single time they do something good, then then they come back and crash and burn and it's like we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you so hopefully that doesn't happen against the wild um and then just a rundown of this week um we play montreal on thursday which is american thanksgiving and then on saturday we play the rangers at noon or sorry 11 I'm in a different time zone, so on my app it says noon, but I know the game actually starts at 11 Eastern. Um, sorry about that. So, yeah, um, as far as Thursday's game goes, you will get a podcast from me on Wednesday, but you're not going to get one from me on Thursday, and then you'll get one from me Friday. Um, just because I am spending Thursday with my family in Ohio, um, we have about 27 people that come to my Thanksgiving. It's a big deal. Um, so I won't be, you know, doing um, a podcast for Thursday. However, you will get a podcast from me Wednesday, Friday. Um, so the days surrounding Thanksgiving, you'll get a podcast from me. So anyway, back to the wild game that's coming up tomorrow. Um, the Wild right now are 9, 11, and 3, whereas the Devils stand 8, 10, and 4. So that's not that much of a difference between the two teams, which could be good. Um, it could make for a, a more interesting, um, like, not lineup, but um, matchup. That's the word I'm looking for. And let's go into... Their, um, their players are, like, their player stats are very similar to the Devils player stats right now. Um, like, Jason Zucker has the team, he's the team leader in goals. He has eight goals, eight assists, 16 points, and 23 games played. Um, and if you look at our goal leader, it's Kyle Palmieri with eight goals, six assists, 14 points, and 22 games played. Um... 
And then Ryan Suter is the assist leader with 12 assists, 2 goals, 14 points in 23 games played. And Eric Stahl is the team leader in points with 7 goals, 10 assists, 17 points in 23 games played. Uh, Taylor Hall is our points leader with um, 20 points, 16 assists, and 4 goals in 22 games played. Um, he's also the assist leader for our team right now. So it seems like it's going to be a pretty even matchup just statistically wise. Statistically, is that a word? Um, just statistics wise, <laughs> I guess. Um, it seems like it'll be a pretty even matchup against the Wild. Um, they have very similar numbers. Their players are very similar um, comparing their numbers. Um I'll get into it more tomorrow, obviously. Um, like, I'll get into the last five games. I'll get into the goaltending comparison. Um, but as for now, that's, like, all I kind of wanted to cover for the Wild game. I just wanted to do a brief little preview um, just because I had the time to because <laughs> why not? Um, and then tomorrow you'll get the more in-depth from me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys really enjoyed this one. That's about it for me today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, please don't forget that you can follow me on Twitter at JK underscore Kender, as well as Locked on Devils on Twitter. Um, send me your mailbag questions because I asked you guys to last time and you didn't. Um, and I kind of really want to start a mailbag. I think it would be really fun to interact with you guys and hear your takes and comments on the team and the podcast as a whole. So definitely get those into me. Uh, you can email me at lockedondevils at gmail.com um, as well as just email or DMing or tweeting me at lockedondevils or jk underscore kender. Um, so yeah, that is it for me. Um, hope you enjoyed this one and go Devils.